You're listening to the Platte River Bard. <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And we are here with Christina Kirk, who is the executive director of the Nebraska Repertory uh, Theater, and she is also the actual director of the upcoming, uh, they're doing a Midsummer Night's Dream. Thank you for talking with us. Yes, I'm glad thank to be you. here. With welcome. You thank you very much. Yes, welcome. <laughs> Actually, we're, we're we're here at your place today. We are in Lincoln. You've been here for a little bit. Um, we'll get to a Midsummer Night's Dream here in a little bit, but uh, uh, you did a maybe a thing or two before you arrived <laughs> at yes. uh, back at Omaha, as we were talking earlier. Um, uh, what have you been doing before you sort of got here? Yeah, well, my my history really dates back to growing up in a theater family. So I, I don't remember the first play I saw because my dad is a was a theater professor, so he was always taking me to see shows. Oh, and, neat. Uh, getting to be involved with productions and going behind scenes. So that started very early for me. But I started cool. out as an actor. And so mm-hmm. I got my BFA in acting from the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. Okay, so okay. That was my humble beginnings. <laughs> uh, and then I, I pounded the pavement for a while in Chicago, worked the Chicago acting scene, began doing a lot of freelance directing when I was in Chicago, and okay. really began to love that side of the, the stage. Okay. And so then when it was time to think about grad school, I decided to get an MFA in directing. So I went to New York and went to Columbia University and got my MFA in directing there. Oh, nice. Did some freelance work there and in D.C. and then uh, eventually moved to Ohio where I worked for many years as a faculty member at Otterbein University. Yeah. Uh, right next to the Ohio State University. You know, okay. So everybody knows oh, the Ohio right. State University, but Otterbein yes. is a small liberal arts college that has quite an incredible BFA acting and BFA musical theater and BFA design technology program. Oh, wow. Okay. So technically, Westonville, I think, is... Westerville. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You've done your research. Oh. Ohio. Well, I, I'm known to stalk people <laughs> online. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... So you don't remember the first show that you ever did, but you knew that you wanted to go into theater. When did you know that you wanted to go into acting? You know, there was a real moment for me. I was I was looking at colleges, and my father had said, oh, well, while you're looking at this college, my my theater colleague will, will take you on a tour. And at that point, I thought, journalism, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a journalist. Okay. But then he was taking me on the tour, and I was standing on the stage, and I looked up at the footlights, mm. and I just thought, this is where I want to be. That's the moment. I want to be on stage, and mm-hmm. I want to be in a theater. Mm-hmm. And then after I made that decision, I never looked back. Oh, that's wonderful. See, that's a great story. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and yeah. and you're in charge of, of the entire Nebraska Repertory Theater here. Yeah. And everything it, that they're doing here it's now. It's all my doing or all at, my fault. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where it's taken you. How wonderful. What a wonderful road. You've been able to go other places and then come here. Oh, yeah, so. Absolutely. And there is a full circle there because when I first graduated from uh, uh, University of Illinois, my first gig was to come to Nebraska Rep and do two shows here. So, oh. And I have such fond memories of that summer yeah. here. And so this just feels wonderful to be back. Yeah. So you had you were here before 2017, was it 2017? 
Is that uh, when you started? I started here in July of 2019. 2019. 2019. Okay, so Andy was here, I think, in 2017. Yes, Andy was already okay. the established artistic director, and so okay. um, I came in and began collaborating with him. And uh, the new newest yeah. member of our leadership team is Tim Ganser, who is our managing yes. marketing director. Excellent. He's wonderful. So, he kind of rounds out the team. Yeah. So so you just basically were just getting one year in before everything went kaput. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doing theater in a pandemic yes. is really quite an interesting venture. Right. But, you know, one of the things I think the whole theater community, and I'm talking nationally and internationally, mm-hmm. everybody did such a beautiful job of pivoting. Yeah. Uh, and making sure that everybody stayed safe. And everybody mm-hmm. did it a different way. Yeah. You know, what we chose to do was we thought this is really an opportunity for us to expand our horizons in terms of what we can do. So we did a lot of digital programming. We gave ourselves time and energy to really focus on collaboration. Mm -hmm. So we launched a collaboration with the St. Louis Black Rep that we're really excited about. We started by calling it a two-year collaboration, but we've been so thrilled with what's coming from that that we're now calling it a multi-year yeah, collaboration. Multi, okay, excellent. We're not putting an end on this collaboration <laughs> because it's been so wonderful. Oh, we are getting to work with Black Rep artists. And part of our vision, really, for Nebraska Rep is we want to be there supporting the entire community. So we want to support local artists. We want to support uh, artists across the nation. Yeah. We want to create partnerships with local community, uh, and especially during and post-pandemic, when everybody's feeling this pinch, what can we do to collaborate to make sure that, you know, how can we get people to get back to local restaurants when they feel safe doing so? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. go to the go to dinner, come see a show. Right. Yeah. You know, or what can we do to be cross-collaborating with something like St. Louis Black Rep so we're supporting what their efforts are and helping them to fundraise while they're also doing the same for us and we're hiring the same artists yeah. And, you know, we're really excited about Dontrell Who Kissed the Sea, which yeah. is one of the shows on our season. Mm-hmm. Sounds really neat. And, mm-hmm. and it's exciting because we're hiring artists we wouldn't have had contact with before yeah. through the connections and contacts we made through St. Louis Black Rap. Yeah. And so, you know, that's part of our commitment to inclusive excellence, right. making sure that there's a diversity of artists, whether we're talking about on stage or off stage or in leadership positions. Right. That's a real commitment that Andy Park and I have made, uh, you know, with what we want to do with our vision That's for Nebraska Rob. And it's not even just diversity of people. It's also diversity of stories for diversity of people. Absolutely. And getting the right stories for them. Yeah. And it really, really does key. start with the story. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, we think, and uh, this is something that Ron Himes, uh, producing director at St. Louis Black Rap, talks about a lot. It's like, okay, you could have a conversation about race, but why don't you have a conversation about a story yeah. and an individual story about a person right. in crisis or whatever they're going through and let any conversation that wants to arise arise out of that. Right. And so that's exciting to us mm-hmm. because that's what we do in theater. We yeah. tell stories yes. and we render them and we step into the shoes of other. Yeah. And hopefully what we evoke is some sense of compassion, mm-hmm. empathy, um, awareness that maybe sparks something in someone and, and they're yeah. changed. Right. You know? Yeah. No, and so many moving parts that you have yeah. to think about. Absolutely. But, Lots of moving parts. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad you're at the helm. That's wonderful. Well thank you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well and, and speaking of because you just to go back a little bit, you, you, you started as an actress. What was the thing that kind of drew you into directing? Because directing has sort of led to you know, sort of managing larger things and being in charge of bigger things seems like what what sort of drew you in that direction, sort of just out of just, I'm an actress? 
That's a great question. You know, I think what began to happen was, you know, there's a lot of the storefront theater going on in Chicago at the time. And, and sometimes there was a sense of, who is at the helm organizing this? <laughs> and, and I thought, oh, I mean, what stops me yeah. from stepping into that role and right. doing that? And then once I did that, I thought, oh, really, I have an opportunity to create an environment here. And by creating an environment, what I want to do is create first a safe space for artists to come together, yeah. but also a, a space where everybody feels like they can really bring their full uh, talent right. to the to the table. Right. And so I got very excited about what you can do as a director. And yeah. actually, that's what transitioned me to administration too, because I thought oh, I'm going to be a teacher and director and actor. That's mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then I started to realize, wait a second. As an administrator, there are things you can do in terms of creating environment, in yeah. terms of creating safe space, in terms of creating opportunity. Mm -hmm. And that got me really excited. And I love the entrepreneurship that's involved with that, that you're really creating uh, new worlds. Uh, and, yeah. and you know, as I get older, I get more excited about not so much what my career tra trajectory is going to be, but how do I foster the next generation of artists who are yeah. going to really change yes. the nature of what we're doing? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're going to remember, they're going to remember what they learned from you. So yeah. and that they learned it from you. So how wonderful is well, that? And, and that is a huge thing, and that's such a big deal. And just just as big a deal as being the, the actress or the director is is creating that space, creating sort of that vision, and having that place where people can come and be an actor and be a director. Mm -hmm. That's just as important, if not more important, I think, than anything else. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, big time. And, and uh, they're, they're being treated. And, and it's fairly. nice to know that some people yeah. are called to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not everybody. I would be thing. bad at that. <laughs> so yes, thanks for people like you because I am terrible at that kind of thing. <laughs> I really am. But speaking of directing, you get to actually be a director. At least uh, for this show uh, coming up, Midsummer's Night's nice Dream, which is just like right around the corner. Yeah, it's been so fun working yeah. on this material. I love this show. I love all of Shakespeare's canon. Yes, I, but, I knew you were an affectionado of yeah. Shakespeare. Yes, <laughs> I, I've directed a few, yeah. acted in a few. So, but this one is near and dear to my heart, and and it feels like the perfect time to be doing this play. Mm. Uh, I think what first of all we want to be able to come back to live theater and feel that what we're doing is engaging with the audience, and yeah. the way we're approaching the production is very much like you are our partner when something is going wrong up here we look out to you for help right. oh, you know yeah, here i okay. am in the woods what am i going to do no one is listening to me <laughs> everybody's looking at me what do i do so we have this great conceit that from the very beginning uh, there's audience interaction because yeah. everybody i think is so hungry to be back in a live theater experience yes so i think we're, we're doing it safely yeah. but we're going to make sure that that people know this is you know you're no no longer in a, a zoom box you're no longer watching netflix yes you are in a live theater having a live theater experience and we we want you never to forget that right. uh through yeah. the whole production and so part of it is okay let's do a comedy because we all need something to laugh about yes. but we're also not denying we're putting this in a contemporary setting and we're doing that knowing that okay. we're we're living through right now a time of chaos mm -hmm conflict, polarization, confusion, disarray, lo and behold, what happens at the beginning of Midsummer Night's Dream and throughout 
chaos, yeah. conflict, nice. disarray, confusion, <laughs> yes. bewilderment. So we're, we're embracing that. And there's a wonder, one of my favorite passages of the entire Shakespeare canon is Titania's monologue to Oberon when she talks about the fact that the seasons have altered. Diseases abound. The entire world is a mess. Mm-hmm. And she says to him, it's because of our dissension. Our debate has caused all of this. Mm -hmm. And here we are in this disarray. Mm -hmm. And then I really feel like the story is saying to us, what do we do to get out of this dilemma? And Puck is there as our little spiritual guide. The sprite-like Puck Mm -hmm. is helping us to laugh at ourselves, Mm -hmm. to forgive ourselves our mistakes, and to let us go on this journey together. So it's got all the romp and fun and craziness, but it's also got a message about loving kindness, forgiveness, community, building community. When we see this crazy band of players that are putting together a show and they don't know what they're doing, but somehow (laughs) or other, they successfully come together and they get to do it for the Duke and the final act. And there's a sense of joy and exuberance, even though they do it wrong and they get everything wrong. There's a sense of loving acceptance that, hey, put on a show. Yeah. So I love the play within a play in the show. There's just... So much to celebrate. Well, and the costumes with fairies and all oh, of that is going to be so exciting. So fun. <laughs> and we have an amazing costume designer, student costume designer, Haley mm. Lillies, is amazing. And she's come up with a wonderful concept so that everybody's sort of in recycled materials. Yeah. Uh, so the fairies are, are recycled out of different objects that people are finding. So everything has this oh, kind of neat. contemporary feel. Mm. Uh, and so it's quite delightful. Wonderful. Really fun. Yes, it will be fun. Yeah, and and I and I even love the whole. Um, not that I love it necessarily, but when we speak in absolutes, which is happening now, even just just that, like you either get married or you become a nun or you die. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, what a dilemma. In absolutes, and you know, been. you'd think, oh, gee, that's such a dated concept, but it really isn't. No. There are a when lot of cultures. About it. There are a lot of cultures that are still <laughs> yeah. kind of giving those kinds of edicts. And, and what does that mean? And right. what does it mean for Theseus to go on the journey to really discover, do I want that kind of law and order approach? Or right. could I have more compassion and, and mercy and mm-hmm. resilience? And so it's, it's really a, a, quite a journey yeah. that the characters go on, which is interesting because our whole season is themed journey. The yeah. journey, yeah. yeah. So, but we start with a journey into the woods. And you can't go into the woods without being changed. And, and so that's right. where we begin. We begin there, but then the whole season is taking us on a journey, and that's rather exciting. Um, And each each of those journeys is quite different in terms of its sense of feel or context, and so that's also delightful because the audience gets something very different each time. And so this is actually kind of a big cast normally. Did you have to change that? or uh, is it still- This cast has changed so much. You know, we were uh-huh. slated to do a Midsummer Night's Dream. We're joking it was six years ago, but it, it was uh-huh. like, it we, were, like it, we sure. were slated to do it back during the pandemic. Okay. And then, yeah. then we did. We had, we had a cast, and some of those were seniors, and they graduated, so we did a Zoom performance for them, and they okay. did an excellent job. Yeah. And then we had student actors who stood in for some of our guest artist roles, and they also were Superb, mm. uh, and then some of the students that were in that original production are in this production, and then a whole host of new guest artists and students are involved in this 
this version that we're doing. So it's kind of an interesting mix. Yeah. And, and so we've had a lot of fun with that. Some people that have lived with these roles for quite some time, some that are coming to them later in the process. And what's that like, you know, right. uh, because that happens in the professional world. You know, you might be running a show for a long time and then you have somebody take over a role. So, you know, we're really yeah. seeing this as a great example for our students about what they might encounter in the professional world. That's yeah, true, right. yeah. Oh, that's great. But we have incredible equity artists involved and also another guest actor that's incredible from Chicago. Uh, And so that's exciting. One of our faculty members is a guest equity actor on this. He's Mm. playing Oberon and Theseus for us. Ah. Uh, Thrilled about that. Uh, But we have a a great slate of, and, and it's always so exciting. One of the things that's great about the whole mission and vision of Nebraska Rep is you bring in these guest equity artists and then you watch the students See yes. that role model and yes. rise to that level. Right. These students, and it, it started in the table work, right? All of a sudden, these, these big guns actors are in there doing something. And then the other students are going and looking and saying, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rise and I'm going to lift up my A game. Yeah. And that's happened throughout the whole process. These students oh. are saying, okay, this is what the expectation is. This mm-hmm. is where the bar is. I will rise to it. So I'm so proud of our students. That's really well, neat. That's really smart. That. That's yeah. and and yes, and you can see who the good students are, and and because they will rise when when yeah. when you put them around someone who is above yeah. where they are. It doesn't matter where you are. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and that's that's yes yes. I have experienced that firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good thing and so valuable because they can't get that. Mm-hmm. That's so hard to get, and and it's and it's in their school environment it's in their learning environment so almost it's like they have a safety net and they get to be with this professional mm-hmm. yeah. and get all the professional stuff it's really one of the things many things drew me to this uh this school and to this company but one of the things that excited me the most was the idea of putting an equity theater within a school setting a it has its own unique challenges yeah. how you manage that sure but the opportunities for the students are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And they have such a leg up. First off, they've got things on their resume they never would have had. Experiences with these guest artists. Also, the networking opportunities they're getting from that experience. So Mm -hmm. it's incredible. You know, they are just at a different level, I think, than maybe a program that doesn't have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have shows in the rep season? I want to say you do, but that are just student? Yes, we do. They are, right? Uh, We've established what we're calling an apprentice production because we think it's really important that in addition to getting these great experiences with equity artists, our students also have a show where the focus is on them in terms of everything from choosing the material we do to giving them opportunities. Uh, Because, you know, Mm -hmm. we're serving two masters. We're making sure we're holding up to an equity standard. And, And this is a rep show, this apprentice company production is a rep show so it's at that standard Mm -hmm. but we're choosing the material and giving students opportunities based on educational mission so we might be thinking about well who are our um, rising seniors and juniors what kinds of roles are they up for right now when we choose the season we're thinking about okay what could these students compete for Mm -hmm. we want to choose material that we think showcases our students that are you know about to graduate what can we do for them to make sure that they're getting an incredible experience so 
that's yeah. really exciting. And and this year's um, Apprentice production will be The Way to the Way. Yeah. So we're very excited yes. about that. Yes, I really <laughs> yeah. want to see that. That yes. looks super neat. Now we saw, like the Apprentice production, uh, the last time we saw it was uh, 1,000 Words, I a think. 1,000 Words. 1,000 yeah. Words. Mm-hmm. So good. And, and that was the device theater as yes. well. That was the vibe. Yeah. yeah. And this one's slightly different because uh, A Thousand Words was purely devised. Right. This one comes in with a script. Andy Park wrote the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's going to be a great deal of um, opportunity for the students to I discover. So, uh, yeah. There's going to be uh, pageantry, puppetry, uh, incredible things. Just yeah. incredible. Very, very spectacle theater. Right. Can't wait. So is this is this first production, A Midsummer's Night Dream, is that... The, the one that you're putting your director signature on, or are you doing you directing other ones during this season? Just midsummer this season. I think I think my plate <laughs> is, is that a full. I'm going to say yes. I, I'm, I'm sated. <laughs> I'm very happy. That will be enough. Very good. Get it out of the way right off the bat. Yes, exactly. And then everybody else can do the hard work for the rest that's of the year. Exactly right. <laughs> but that's great. You get to kind of dip your toes and have a little bit of fun. Absolutely. So absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Do a little Shakespeare. Uh, always love it. And, and and you said you guys are kind of updating with the costumes, so it has a more modern. Yeah, sort it of does. Look. I mean, it is it's in the woods, but it's contemporary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and fairies are of all times. So, and, you know, they yes. do whatever and they want. Fairies. But the, the human mortals, they're they're from our contemporary world, and so they're okay. dealing with everything from climate change to all the things. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, you know, the and one of the fun conceits we're playing with is that when they go to the woods, whatever is happening emotionally affects the weather. So if things get hot and heavy, it gets hot. It, you know, if there's storminess, there's storminess. So yeah, uh, the, the whole weather will be impacted by that. And when oh, we're in Athens cold. at the beginning, it's rather chilly. It's unseasonably cold <laughs> because there are people telling you, you can't marry this person. Oh, and right. so that feels like a very chilly world to right. be living in. Right. But when we return to Athens at the end, the weather is quite different. Quite. Oh. Much more pleasant. <laughs> How so. fun. Well, I'm really excited to see it. And it's so nice to meet you. I, oh, I know we wonderful. just briefly were able to meet a couple of years ago, but. <laughs> yes, we had our elevator encounter. We did. Like, like, yes. We got to do the elevator talk with we, you. We, 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 we totally Literally, did. Literally, uh, we yes, did. We really did. Yes, I think we were saying hand to God, I think, at Theatrix. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. which was hilarious. It was. Yes, well, well done. And can I say how much I thank you for supporting not only what we're doing at the Rep, but we are so proud of theatrics. And that's another thing mm-hmm. that's so unique about UNL's yeah. program because theatrics is entirely run by students. It has a yes. student artistic director, student student uh, technical director. You know, it, it's they choose the season and they're in control of that whole process. And I've been stunned by the quality of work that our students put out there. Yes. It's been amazing. It, yes, it, it was, was great. It really was. It, it really was. And uh, yeah, shocked. It was like, wow, they chose this, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good for them. Because that's not an easy, I mean, it was hilarious, but that's not an easy show. And yeah. they, and it, no problem. And yeah. it was just like, wow, that was that's bold and hilarious, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's great that students get those opportunities. It's not just one one theater. They basically yeah. have two theaters where they can get opportunities that's from right. Right here on campus. Yeah, we really think of it as three tiers. So yeah. it starts with your own developing your own autonomy and getting to risk take and, and just play and then we have that stair step that is the apprentice program where we're really guiding the students we're really thinking carefully about what we're choosing for them and then the last step is okay here's the professional model 
Your job is to rise to it, yes. to earn it. Yeah. Whether we're talking about production opportunities or we're talking about casting opportunities, they learn what it takes to earn those opportunities. Yeah. So that's great. Well, I'm so excited, and your opening night is coming up soon. It's September is. 26th, Sep- I believe. Uh, September 29th, 29th is our 29th. opening. Okay. And we're very, very excited about that. So yeah. we'll run wow. for two weekends, which yes. is going to be incredible. And uh, like I say, come to live theater. Yeah. It's going to be different. Yes. Right. It's going to be so different. And and it was so fun when we started rehearsal because we all had that sense of this is what we've been missing. Yes. You know, I'm getting chills just thinking about it right now because yes. we are so hungry for something different. Yes, we yeah. found ways to communicate, creative ways to communicate yeah. through these boxes, yeah. but there, there's nothing. It's not the same. Yeah, it's just. And, and, we, and I think everybody mm-hmm. kind of figured that out. Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good, but. <laughs> it's just not the same. It works in a pinch. Right. Yeah, and so anybody that ever worries that live theater will go out of fashion or will not be, right. never will happen. No. Yeah. Never will happen. We, are, we will always need and crave mm-hmm. live theater. Right, exactly. I agree. And where do they think that all the people who have series on Netflix or anyone else, where do they think they start? Exactly. That's right. You know, they start exactly. in the community. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They went to school have for to it. to appreciate mm-hmm. all of it. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you once again. Christina Kirk, the executive director here at Nebraska Repertory Theater. Thanks for talking with us. And also the director of the upcoming Midsummer Night's Dream, less than two weeks away as we record this. (laughs) Thanks so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.